You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Your Bibles today, if you keep them right there, we'll begin in chapter 1. I'm going to give you a couple of verses with this one word, and then uh, the second word we'll see in chapter 1 and verse two, chapter 2 as well. The, the, the Colossi church was looking for more. There's a desire in our heart to always, I've, I have to have more. I want more. Most of the time that more traps us. And consequently, they were willing to adopt, this seems like it's working over here, uh, these, these gods We'll, we'll bring, that's what Dagon was all about. They brought that in, thinking we need more. Uh, that's what uh, Aaron's calf was all about. Moses went up to get uh, the commandments from God. And they said, well, let's make a calf. And let's say that God was the one that did this. And we'll worship that calf. And when, when Moses found out, he went to his brother, pardon me. <coughs> he went to his brother, Aaron. And he said, what have you done? He goes, well, these people did it. We blame Adam and Eve. Well, Adam blamed his wife. His wife blamed the devil. And everybody's blaming the next guy. All, I I love this song, Brother Martinez, years ago. I would have you sing it if we had time. All that I need is Jesus. All you need today is Jesus. I'm not telling you don't take your medicine. I'm not saying don't go to your therapist. But your therapist is not going to help you. Your therapist probably needs to go to a therapist. All that you need is Jesus. That he might be, where's it at on this side? Preeminent. That he, and that's in this text, chapter 1, verse 18. If we could just, he can increase, John 3, 30. He must increase, I must decrease. There's a word I want you to see. It's in chapter number 1 and in verse number uh, 19. And the Bible says in verse 18, the last word, the last word in verse 18, chapter 1, verse 18, what's the last word? Preeminence, that he, that all things he might have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all, what's that next word? Fullness. That's a key word, we'll identify them. That's a key word for this book of Colossians. All the fullness is in Jesus Christ. Look what he says in verse, chapter 2, verse number 9, please. Chapter 2, <clears throat> verse number 9. For in him, <coughs> pardon me, dwelleth all the, what's the word? Of the Godhead bodily. Fullness just simply means filled with all the riches. Don't forget this, please. Filled with all the riches with Jesus Christ. Everything you need is in Jesus Christ. That's what Jehovah, the name Jehovah's I am. Whatever you need him to be, he is. You need comfort, that's what he is. Uh, you need guidance, that's what he is. You, you need uh, in, in, inspiration, that's what he is. Whatever you need, uh, you need uh, you need care for your loneliness, well, that's what he He'll be a God that sticketh closer than a brother. In him dwelleth all the fullness. Paul's writing these people and said, don't you understand Everything you need is in Jesus Christ. Well, there's another word that goes along with it. Chapter 2, verse number 10. And he he says, in fullness in verse number 9, 
verse 10. And ye are, what's this word? Complete. Say it again. And ye are, please say it again. One more time. And ye are in whom? Which is the head of principality and power. Look at chapter 4, verse number 12. Chapter 4, verse number 12. Epaphras, Epaphras, who is one of you, the servant of Jesus Christ, saluteth you, always laboring fervently, this was their pastor, in prayers, that, that ye may stand perfect and, what's that word? Complete. Chapter 2, verse number 10, we're complete. So we have this word fullness, fullness, and complete. Fullness means that you're filled to the top. You have everything you need. A full, I don't mean to be disrespectful, full cup of coffee, a full glass of water. Something's filled. It's all the way up. It's filled. It's completely filled. Everything you need is in Christ. Now, complete is liberally supplied, full to overflowing. So what's he talking about? You don't need Zeus. Uh, you don't need Nike. And that's the goddess. I'm not talking about the shoes. Uh, you don't need Nike. You don't need Epaphroditus. You don't need Emertus. You don't need these gods. You have every stop stretching all the time to try to find more. It's all in Jesus. Jesus Christ is made to me. What? All I need, all I need, everything's in Him. He is all, sing it together, I need. He is all I need, all, all I need. That's it. He is all. Wonderful. I don't know anything about horticulture, but I studied a, a little bit. I, I, I was told and read years ago that basically all trees are, have a, a heritage in 10, 10 types of trees. Isn't it amazing that that's true? All these offsprings. We're studying trees in the Bible in elementary school this year, and every week I'm trying to give them an application in their own life. This last week was the ash tree in the Bible, and the ash tree is what they make baseball bats out of. And ash is very strong, and children need to be strong in the Lord. And and also, uh, ash is bendable, and and uh, you can bend it. And, and we, we need to go with the punches, and we need to not be such drama queens. I, I love it. Brother Reamer's got all the little children baseball bats about this big ash wood, and, and it's just a reminder. We've studied all the different things. Cedar wood, cedar wood is always in the Bible, and, and all the different trees. Well, you know, here is Adam and Eve, and Adam and Eve had all the trees in the garden but one. That was God's. Tithing is in there, I think, a little bit. But nonetheless, if it is true that they are based off of ten trees and some combination, uh, there, like the redwoods and sequoias and all those are in the same family. God says you can have every tree, but don't touch that one. 
what they want. They wanted the one they could not have. They were complete. They were full. They had, every, they had every tree of the garden. They had every fruit of the garden. They had all the trees of the garden. They had everything they needed. That's what was going on in the church at Colossae. They had everything. Well, they want a little bit more. No one from the youngest to the eldest in our room, this room today, this great auditorium, balconies and lower floor, take inventory of your life. What, what do we have in Christ? And so Paul deals with this in chapter 1. Pardon me, chapter 1. And with the scripture we read, verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the, what's that word? Inheritance. Inheritance. In chapter uh, chapter number 3, verse 24, knowing that the Lord, ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. You know, when you and I got saved, when we were born again, we received an inheritance. Amen. There's an inheritance coming for you and I, and what we already have, God says, I'm going to inherit, I'm going to give something to you. What is up? What is an inheritance? One dies and leaves to another. Our Lord died for our sins and he left us something. What did he leave us? Eternal life, salvation, the forgiveness of sin. When we look and see what God has done, uh, uh, my son, our son who's pastoring in Arizona, his favorite song, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste, here's coming, of glory divine. Well, I'm an heir. I like that. I'm an heir. I have an heir means you have an inheritance. I'm an heir of salvation. I'm purchased by blood. I'm born of his spirit, and I'm washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my, I have an inheritance. God gave me an inheritance. I'm, I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called, 1 John 3, 1, the sons of God. I'm God's child. I'm an inheritance. I, I, I receive. Some of my inheritance have already received forgiveness of sin. Whew, that's good. I was on the radio this week, and I said to our folks, Brother Ethan and I were on the radio some of our stations, and I said, here's, the th- here's what happened, folks. I-, I just feel like I need to be honest with you. And I said, I- my wife and I are having built for us right now <laughs> a gorgeous house. It is just, in fact, we call it a mansion. You know where I'm going. And I said, it is just, it is awesome. And you're not going to believe this, it's not costing me a thing this mansion, it's not cost me a dime. And, and here's the thing, no more utility bills. I think I own the utility company, me and Brother Kissel. I, I just, it's out of control. In Santa Clara, we have, it's cheaper than other cities around here because we own our own uh, 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 electric bill, but we still have a PG&E, our company here. And, uh, and, and, and so 
but it's still like I'm buying the farm every week. I, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And I go around the house and shut lights off, and I have a friend that lives with me, and she goes back and turns them back on. <laughs> Atmosphere, and I'm kind of glad she does. I don't like to be in a dark house. My house, my mansion, our mansion is being built right now. It doesn't even have to have electricity because there's enough light right there. Because the Bible says Jesus is the light. My mansion is in heaven. I have an inheritance. You know, Colossi Church, Paul said, why are you stretching for more? Why are you going to Zeus? You have an inheritance. Can Nike give you an inheritance? Can uh, Epaphroditus, uh, 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 Aphroditus give you an inheritance? Can Amertus, Amertus give you an inheritance? These gods can't give you anything. Uh, Psalm 135, Psalm 115 say the same thing. Eyes have they, but they cannot see. Ears have they, but they cannot hear. Hands are they, they cannot move. Feet have they, they also cannot move. These are the works of man's hands, the Bible says. Why would we want anything else that's dead when we have a God who's alive? Look what he says. So he said, I want you to know, and, and I'm speaking today, of, I'm speaking on this subject. Look what God has given to me. He's given me an inheritance. You know what else I want you to see? Look what God's given to me. Not only an inheritance, but look at verse number, uh, verse number 13 of chapter 1. <coughs> pardon me. He's given me deliverance. Uh, pardon me for coughing like that. He has given me an inheritance of the saints who have delivered us from the power of darkness. He's delivered us. You know, um, in, uh, in uh, uh, Ephesians, that inheritance, 1, verse 11 to 14, he talks about our inheritance. But in 1 Corinthians, chapter 1, verse number 10, he talks about our deliverance as well. I was bound in sin. I was on my way to hell. I lived in darkness. And here's what God did when he saved me. He delivered me. They, uh, Mark chapter 5, the maniac of Gadara, God delivered him. He was chained to the, the, the tombstones in the graveyard. And he would cut himself and loose himself. He was demon possessed. And when Jesus came by, Jesus cast out the devils and he saved his sorry soul. And the next time you see him, he's sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed the Bible. He put his clothes on. He was naked. And it is right mine. You know what this nation, uh, all this, I, I was somewhere this week and I was parked and and. This guy's walking down the road. He was probably about, oh, probably about a, uh, a, a half a football field away from me. And at the top of his life, he was demon-possessed. And he was screaming, walking down, ah! And he just swore and swore and swore and swore and swore. and just kept swearing. I was waiting for my wife outside in the parking lot. He just kept swearing and swearing and screaming out loud. And he got past the building and down the street about a half a block, a block away. I still heard him. Demon possessed. But God said, I'll deliver you. God can deliver you from your oppression. 
the problem, we were talking about this this last week, you know, and I'm not trying to get anybody to doubt your salvation. Many folks are sitting in churches that have never been born again. That's why God says in the last day, many shall come to me and say, have we not prophesied in the name and cast out demons in your name and done these wonderful works? And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. You've never been born again. You must be born again. In our song book, I love this song. He is able to deliver thee. When you got saved, God delivered you. From the kingdom of darkness to light. From on your way to hell to on your way to heaven. Uh, uh, Inside there was negativity and depression and discouragement. And he gave you joy and hope and a new song. Here's a song. Tis the grandest theme through the ages rung. Tis the grandest theme for a mortal tongue. Tis the grandest theme that the world has sung. Our God is able to deliver thee. Listen to this last stanza. Tis the grandest theme. Let the tidings roll. Here it is. To the guilty heart, to the sin full soul. Look to God in faith, he'll make thee whole. Our God is able to deliver thee. He is able to deliver thee. He is able to deliver thee. Though by sin oppressed, come to him for rest. Our God is able to deliver thee. I'm not faulting programs to try to get you 10 steps or 12 steps or whatever. But I tell you what, just take one step to him. He'll come to you. Draw nigh to God. Take a step to him. He'll draw nigh to you. Today, I, all, all your anxiety, all your care, leave at the mercy seat. You know what happened to me? Look what he's done for me. Look what he's done for you. He's given us inheritance. You know what else he is? He delivered us. And I'll give you one more. There's six. I'll finish the other three next week. You know what else he did for me? Look at verse 13 where you are there. The Bible says, verse 12, an inheritance of the saints in life. Secondly, he's delivered us from the power of darkness. Look at this. He's translated us. He's translated us. To be translated is to move from one place to another place. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me. I wonder right now if the angels are beckoning Marge. You were just there yesterday. She's been in our church for all the years of our church. Lived down the street here. Over there at Fairway Glen. She's been here all 48 years. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh, Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then, Lord, what will I do? I've been translated. I'm an heir of salvation. I'm moving from one place to another place. You know, when I think about all that God has done for me, and that's what Paul is pleading. Folks, folks, he says, share this epistle with the church at Laodicea. He closes the book and says, I want them to hear this. They're 120 miles from me. I can't get over there. But share it with them. And, and share it with the church at Hierapolis. They need to hear this too. And Colossae, I'm writing to you. Why are you so mixed up with these things that can never satisfy and help? 
Only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Are you saved? Look what he's done for me. And that's not it. It doesn't close there. Next week, I, I, I don't like to have part two. And I think I could go about another 10 or 15 minutes and get all part two in. But if I get it in next week, I don't have to study this week. <laughs> I just don't want to feel like I have to rush this. To think that, that I'm an heir. And God, the creator of this universe, everything, and he gave it to Adam. He gave this whole place to Adam. Adam surrendered it and he gave it to the devil. He gave it over to the devil. And that's why the Bible says in 1 John, the whole world lies in the hand of the wicked one. Now, I know Elvis made it very famous, and we used to sing it a lot as kids, you know. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole, uh, speaking about our Lord. And God allows us going. Don't tell me that God is, God is engineering all this, that the evil and the sin and the wickedness, because God cannot do evil. But man can, and the further God, man gets away from God, the more evil. We're calling good bad and bad good. Our judges are doing that. They did it again this week. Our, our educators are doing that. They do it every day. Not all. Our politicians are doing that. They're up there on Capitol Hill trying to legislate everything that's wrong and anti-God. They're trying to change your children and mutilate your children's bodies without your permission. Because it's all spitting in the face of a holy God. They're, they're trying to say that this country over there, the little sliver, is wrong for defending their country. But those that slaughter and, and kill the Jews, they're the good guys. But see what happens when our mind gets away from God? God says through the writer, Paul says, Colossi, you're complete. You're, you're, you're overflowing. You're complete. You're, you're not only complete, you have the fullness of the Godhead. You have everything you need. Everything you need is in Jesus. And this week as we embark on the second week in January, move it into the third, everything you need is in Christ. Don't be going looking around for all this other, well, I'm not happy. Well, then get to Jesus, who's the joy of the Lord is my strength. I have an inheritance. In addition to my inheritance, I have been delivered. In addition to my deliverance, I'm translated. One day soon, I don't know when, either by way of rapture, God's going to say to the son, go get my children. Go bring my children home. I was going to say, Jack, you've run your race. And your next step is going to be just think of stepping on shore. Thank you for singing that this morning. And calling it heaven by touching a hand and finding it God's by breathing new air. Thank you for singing that. And calling it celestial. Awaken up in glory. Thank you for showing us this morning the full circle. We're so complete in Him. There's three more things He'll tell us next week. Oh, if all that I need is in me.
Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.